engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Well, let me give you some data here. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here on WSB. Hurricane Michael is the strongest hurricane to strike the Florida panhandle on record. It's the strongest storm to make landfall in the continental U.S. since Hurricane Andrew in 1992. That includes Katrina, by the way. Its pressure was lower than Hurricane Andrew and the third lowest pressure ever measured in a hurricane making landfall in the U.S. Tropical storm force winds are stretching out more than 200 or 320 miles more than 30 million people are under hurricane or tropical storm warnings uh watches and warnings are in six states mississippi alabama florida georgia south carolina and north carolina right now i want to bring you up speed athens uh all the way to the storm stretches all the way to augusta uh athens is about to get clocked um it's it got it rain right now but it's going to get heavier uh, the really heavy stuff in the listening area is in Covington right now. Uh, go out towards the Greensboro area. You've got it. Uh, McDonough uh, getting some heavy, heavy rain. Locust Grove has a respite for a few minutes. Shadydale, Stockbridge, Riverdale, Hampton, you've all got a lot of rain. Griffin has a respite for a little while before the next band moves through down in the mid-state. The mid-state is getting clocked. It's going to get the brunt of the storm. The Atlanta area is getting a lot of rain. It's going to be spared the bulk of the storm. Kurt Mellish is going to join me at 530 to kind of give us the play-by-play and the overview of what we can expect. So stick around. Now, the phone number here, 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. Eric Holder, I played this clip um, in the... in the intro segment, but I want to play this again for you real quick. This is Eric Holder talking to Democratic voters today in Georgia. Listen to this. It is time for us as Democrats to be as tough as they are, to be as dedicated as they are, to be as committed as they are. Michelle always says, Michelle Obama, I love her, you know, she and my wife like really tight, um, which always scares me and Barack. But Michelle always says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No, no. When they go low, we kick So the new Democratic Party is about violence. Well, James Hodgkinson proved that for us, uh, trying to mass assassination of Republican members of Congress. This is Barack Obama's attorney general. You know, Barack Obama told his voters to take guns to knife fights and to get in their neighbors' faces and and told Hispanic voters Republicans were the enemy. Here comes Eric Holder saying, kick them when they go low, kick them. Uh, encouraging more violence. By the way, he said this inside Stacey Abrams' campaign headquarters. That's right. Inside Stacey Abrams' campaign headquarters, Eric Holder encouraging Democratic voters to attack Republicans. Yes. Think about that for a minute. This reminds me of Hillary Clinton yesterday. Let's not forget her quote. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. Uh, so you got to win for there to be civility. It, it, the Democrats really are inciting people to violence at this point. They're chasing Republicans out of restaurants. They're showing up at re- Republicans' houses. Uh, and they're going to view, if the Democrats win in November, they're going to view it as a reward for bad behavior. Uh, if they view it as a reward for their bad behavior, encouraging people to get violent, and then it happens, it, that, they're not going to stop. 
because then they're going to start saying, well, look, the violence and, and anger and rage worked for us here. Now we got to keep it up to take the White House back. But Eric Holder is in Stacey Abrams. She wants to be governor of Georgia, has a former attorney general in her office to tell voters when Republicans go low, kick them. All right, then. All right. That's the way they want to play. Here's the thing that they want to do today is they're attacking Brian Kemp. Uh, the Associated Press and a number of liberal outlets are pushing a story that Brian Kemp has declined to allow 57,000 mostly black voters to register to vote. Uh, yesterday was the voter registration deadline in Georgia and claiming that 50,000 of them decline. Uh, he, he won't let them register to vote. Here's what they're not telling you. Brian Kemp actually has nothing to do with this. There is a state law in Georgia. That state law is called the exact match law. And to register to vote in Georgia, you have to have an exact match between someone's voter information and their driver's license information. For example, uh, my first name is Eric Dash Woods. It is reflected on my driver's license as as Eric Woods. Uh, If I were to go fill out my voter registration information, put Eric W. instead of Eric Woods, they would throw me out of the system because my driver's license is my state record. Uh, the voter registration information pulls from your driver's license. The reason is because your driver's license is updated far more often than your voter registration file. So they get an exact match off your driver's license. The people who are being thrown out, the 57,000 people, their voter registration information doesn't match their driver's license information. Well, one of the reasons it often doesn't match the driver's license information is because it's not the voter actually registering himself to vote. It's a third-party group like the nonprofit Stacey Abrams has run in the past to try to get people to vote. That's what's happening here. They're saying that 57,000 voters have been excluded. No, what's happened is that they've tried to fill out forms to get people registered to vote. Those people themselves have not filled out the forms. They're trying to scream and claim this is discrimination from Brian Kemp. All he's doing is complying with the law. So are are they encouraging the Secretary of State to break the law? That's what it sounds like. They're encouraging Brian Kemp to break the law because the law is very clear. Voter registration information must match driver's license information. You're given 26 months, 26 months, not weeks, months, 26 months to correct the information. And apparently people don't want to correct it. He's also being attacked, you should know, for throwing 500,000 people off the rolls. That's a federal law. He's complying with federal law. See, there are laws. These laws have been passed by the state and the federal government. Brian Kemp is complying with these laws. A Democratic secretary of state would have to comply with the law as well. And the Democrats are attacking him for complying with the law. Essentially, they want him to break the law. That is what they want. They want Brian Kemp to have to break the law to help Democrats. The law doesn't work to the Democrats' advantage, so they want Brian Kemp to break the law. This is what we're seeing in the Kavanaugh stuff as well. The the Senate is illegitimate because the Senate nominated Kavanaugh. The Supreme Court is illegitimate because Kavanaugh sits on the Supreme Court. The House of Representatives is illegitimate because it's gerrymandered. Brian Kemp is illegitimate because he complies with the law. you got to break the law. 
The Constitution is bad because the Senate doesn't represent the mob. Brian Kemp is bad because he follows the law. All of this is bad because of the law. The Democrats want law-breaking, lawlessness. Uh, this is uh, Stacey Abrams. For God's sake, she walked out of the state House of Representatives instead of voting to to crack down on human trafficking. Do you want law and order or do you want lawlessness? The Secretary of State is Brian Kemp. He is required by law to decline to register people to vote if the voter registration form and their driver's license do not match. Democrats are attacking him for following the law. Brian Kemp is the Secretary of State. He is required by federal law, a federal law, the Help America Vote Act, that the Democrats in the United States House and Senate drafted that said they have to purge from the voter file inactive voters at the state level to prevent voter fraud. He complied with that law. Now they're attacking him for complying with the law the Democrats themselves drafted. That's what the Democrats are doing. So I guess that's what they say. We, we kick them when Republicans go low. And Brian Kemp hasn't gone low against Stacey Abrams. We're getting a mail piece at our house every single day directed to my wife that Brian Kemp supports sex predators. Theirs going low. Brian Kemp, if anything, is out taking the high road. Pointing out his record, pointing out he'd be good for business, pointing out Stacey Abrams would be bad for business, which is true. She wants to raise taxes. Just insane that they're attacking him for this. And here comes Eric Holder encouraging Democrats to get violent against Republicans. The former attorney general encouraging Democrats to get violent and doing so in Stacey Abrams office. This is why we can't have nice things. What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks motivates us and inspires us, even brings us closer together. There's no better place to listen than Audible because now Audible members get even more. Exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, Audible originals, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now with Audible Originals, the selections has gotten even more custom with content made for members. Every month, Audible members get one credit good for any audiobook they choose, plus two Audible Originals from a changing selection that they can't get anywhere else. They also get access to audio fitness and health workouts created exclusively for Audible, plus... Your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Didn't like your audiobook? Exchange it. No questions asked. Start a 30-day trial and get your first audiobook free. Go to audible.com slash Eric, remember E-R-I-C-K, or text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks. You can read audiobooks, except you listen. You don't actually read. Well worth it, particularly if you're stuck in the car, you got a long road trip. Audible is the way to go. So start your 30-day trial by going to audible.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, or text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 500-500. That's audible.com slash Eric, or text Eric to 500-500 to get started. Y'all, I know a lot of us vacationed the 30A corridor down in Florida. Thankfully, a um, good bit of it was to the west of the eye wall um but saint george island and the apalachicola area down there appears to be very very hard hit uh we'll bring you the latest on the storm when we come back and also we got a shift to washington the lay of the land the house of representatives what are republicans saying privately behind closed doors in washington i'll bring you the latest on the lay of the land and new polling that encourages them
It is nine after the hour. I am Eric Erickson. This is Atlanta's Evening News. The phone number 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Uh, we will move on now to national politics. I will take your phone calls as well. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. So I mentioned earlier um, you had Eric Holder at Stacey Abrams. By the way, Eric Holder, who wants to take your guns away, uh, you really think he's going to campaign for Stacey Abrams unless she wants gun control? She's called for it. Uh, but she's tried to minimize her calls for gun control. Just keep that in mind. Uh, he's saying that when Republicans go low, Democrats need to kick them. Uh, well, it looks like Republicans are kicking back. Let me give you some of the latest polling out there. In Arizona, uh, Martha McSally has surged six points into a six-point lead against uh, Kristen Sinema, the Democrat out there uh, who was just caught equating the deaths of U.S. soldiers to illegal border crossings. Think about that, the Democrat equating the deaths of U.S. soldiers to illegal border crossings. In Tennessee, Phil Bredesen may have gotten Taylor Swift's endorsement, but Marsha Blackburn is up eight points there. In Nevada, everyone, including the Republican National Committee earlier this year, you might be advised, wrote off Dean Heller. The Politico had a a big piece that Dean Heller is toast. He's now up two points against Jackie Rosen, the Democrat. Heidi Heitzkamp uh, was down 10 points before Brett Kavanaugh, down 12 points now. Uh, Francis O'Rourke, uh, the, the Irish white guy running in Texas against Ted Cruz, uh, who calls himself Beto now to make him sound less Irish. Robert Francis O'Rourke. He is now down, uh, double digits against Ted Cruz. And yet the media continues to write these hagiographic pieces. Yeah. So I got to tell you, the New York times ran this story about Beto O'Rourke that, 20 and 30-something evangelical women love Beto. They don't like Ted. They like Beto. And it's almost, they they tried to make these young ladies sound just as vapid and superficial as you can imagine. And you actually start reading about them, and it's not really clear that they actually are evangelical. Uh, They seem rather progressive in their views, by and large. Not very conservative, uh, not very evangelical. I mean, the New York Times will define anyone as evangelical if they can either make them look bad or make them look like they're they're voting for the Democrats. So there's a big shift. But nonetheless, uh, the number of profiles about Beto O'Rourke, who has never had a chance against Ted Cruz, is profound to think about when when people claim the media has media bias. It is a reminder that yes, the media does have real serious and sustained media biases and that the media fails to accurately paint an honest picture of what's going on in the political world. The media is so biased for the dimmer. I mean, look at the Kavanaugh situation, but you know, what's so interesting to me is how few members of the media have written fawning profiles of Stacey Abrams. Now, she got the cover of Time. She did. Molly Ball wrote a, wrote a very good profile of, of Stacey Abrams. It was a very fair profile of Stacey Abrams. It wasn't the hagiography that uh, Beto O'Rourke has gotten. But just think about that. Stacey Abrams would be the first black female governor in the nation, not just Georgia. And the national media has just poured all the resources into touting Beto O'Rourke against Ted Cruz. Now, I don't think Stacey Abrams is going to win either. 
but she's certainly going to get closer to Brian Kemp just because of Georgia then Beto O'Rourke is going to get to Ted Cruz, and yet the media has largely ignored her because she's not an attractive white guy who says the F word. That is, that is the media profiles of Beto O'Rourke go on and on and on about his Kennedy-like looks and the fact that he's not afraid to say the F word on the campaign trail and how refreshing it is to get that honesty. What I mean is that profanity. This is a reflection of the media bubble. But he's going to lose. And it looks like Dean Heller has turned things around in Nevada and Kavanaugh has helped. It looks like um, Martha McSally has turned things around in, in Arizona. She's running against an incompetent Democrat to begin with. That helps her. Rick Scott is ahead in Florida. And frankly, the coverage of the hurricane and his performance as governor during the hurricane uh, could make or break his campaign. If he shows competent leadership. The Democrats may very well lose seats in the Senate. The Republicans may gain seats in the Senate. The House still has Republicans very nervous. We'll talk about that when we come back. What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks motivates us and inspires us, even brings us closer together. There's no better place to listen than Audible because now Audible members get even more. Exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, Audible originals, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now, with Audible Originals, the selections has gotten even more custom with content made for members. Every month, Audible members get one credit good for any audiobook they choose, plus two Audible Originals from a changing selection that they can't get anywhere else. They also get access to audio fitness and health workouts created exclusively for Audible, plus... Your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Didn't like your audiobook? Exchange it. No questions asked. Start a 30-day trial and get your first audiobook free. Go to audible.com slash Eric, remember E-R-I-C-K, or text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks. You can read audiobooks, except you listen. You don't actually read. Well worth it, particularly if you're stuck in the car, you got a long road trip. Audible is the way to go. So start your 30-day trial by going to audible.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, or text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 500-500. That's audible.com slash Eric, or text Eric to 500-500 to get started. Satellite just updated. Uh, the worst rain in the metro Atlanta area right now is over the Grady Curve. When we come back, the lay of the land in the House of Representatives will take your phone calls as well. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. There is some polling out there in the House of Representatives that is giving Republicans pause to reconsider the coming blue wave. I'll tell you what it is. is 40 after the hour. Eric Erickson here. Interesting thing here. Uh, there's much ado about there being up to 70 seats in play in the House of Representatives. I think that's garbage. And the reason I say it's garbage is because I've been looking at where the money is being spent in the House of Representatives. And the Republicans hold roughly a 23-seat majority, and the money is in play in 29 seats. 29 seats. That's enough for the Democrats to take it back. And if it's that big, if there is a Democratic wave 
they will pr- there will probably be some seats that fall in with the Democrats uh, e- anyway, uh, whether or not uh, they have a big wave. Just you know, out of party power, out of part, out of power parties during the midterms tend to do well. And so the Democrats will pick up some seats. Will they pick up enough? They're only they need about two dozen seats to take control of Congress. It is certainly possible. The Kavanaugh hearing, though, has certainly inflamed Republicans. And we got to look at these swing districts. Karen Handel's seat looks like it may be off the map now for the Democrats. Um, uh, what's his name? Seat next to Karen Handel. Um, his seat uh, isn't that a technical name? Um, uh, Linder's old chief of staff. What? Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm sorry, folks. I, I'm so focused on the tornado. Um, anyway, um, it looks like the Georgia seats may be out of play now for the Republicans or for the Democrats. But there are some seats even in Texas that the Democrats are hoping they can make gains on. Stay safe tonight, folks, and I will talk to you guys later. Stay dry as well if you can.